get out of your comfort zone um, because that's that's the number one thing that holds most people back is themselves. Yeah. So um, just take the plunge and go for it because it. at the very least, that's all you can say is you tried. Yeah. Welcome to the Young, Wild, Financially Free podcast, an audio experience where we don't just talk about it, we live it. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Young Wild Financial Free Podcast. My name is Andrew Roberts. Hey, guys. Matt Typke here. And today we're back in the studio again with another uh, awesome guest um, who we've gotten to know uh, over the last year or so, who is an agent here in Austin um, and also the president for AREP, which is the Austin Young Real Estate Professionals. Emily, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. I'm excited to be here. Awesome. Cool. Um, so the structure of our show, um, what we kind of do is we dive into your story, into your background, um, and then kind of lead up to the day on what you're doing present day and kind of what you're involved in. Cool. Um, so tell us where you're from originally. I'm from the Dallas area originally, a little bubble suburb called Flower Mound. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Most um, people have like an uncle or a family member or college roommate from there. It's so weird. No one knew what it was 10 years ago, and now everyone seems to know someone from there. Yeah, yeah. I had a college buddy that was from Flower <laughs> there, <laughs> yeah. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, growing up, did you play any sports? Um, I played just about every sport. I was super tomboy. Um, so I played them all. I played basketball mostly. Okay. And then I got into high school and I saw what the other basketball (laughs) girls looked like and decided to opt for volleyball where I could stay on my side of the net. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I played and coached volleyball in high school. Oh, wow. Cool. I enjoyed that. Um, when you say you coached, did you coach kind of younger girls? Yeah. Uh, younger girls. I coached basically the volleyball equivalent of the basketball league that I grew up playing in. So that was kind of fun, kind of full circle. Yeah. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Um, and do you have any siblings? I don't. I'm an only child. Wow. Yeah. Are your parents still in Flower Mound? They are. Okay. The same house that I grew up in my whole life. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And they have no plans to come to Austin? I ask them all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As soon as we moved down here, my husband and I, we were just like, sorry, because my husband's from the same town. Oh, wow. High school together. And uh, we just were like, nope, you guys are going to have to retire to the Hill Country. Sorry, because we're not coming back to DFW. Austin's too great. Yeah. Um, But my parents are realtors, so their business is... In Dallas. Got it, yeah. It's hard to leave that when it you get sure that is. built up. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's huge in the real estate industry is your, your community. Business, right, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Um, well, I guess kind of uh, fast forward, <laughs> um, <laughs> did uh, your parents working in real estate, is that what kind of inspired you to work in real estate? Yeah, um, it both inspired me to try to do anything but real estate and okay. then also turn me over to real estate as well. Sure. Yeah. yeah. What do you, you saw like challenges? What do you mean by that? So I, um, I definitely saw challenges. My mom's been, uh, I'm a third generation realtor. Um, so my grandmother was a realtor. My mom got into the business because of my grandmother. And then my dad, um, left the insurance business and got into it with my mom. Um, so I definitely watched him struggle through this business. Um, you know, that's what, the conversation at the dinner table was sure, yeah. <laughs> it's always related to real estate. So I heard it all the time and always got asked by people. So you're going to do what your parents did. And yeah. so naturally growing up, it's a hard no, right. I'm going to do my own thing and, <laughs> you know, spread my wings and fly. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so I, you know, it, it sort of pushed me away, although it, at the same time is what kept me so interested in it because I watched him 
um, be just equally as passionate about it as, you know, frustrated they would be at times. So yeah. it made it. Um, what were the frustrations? Like what were the challenges that you saw? Well, for one thing, when you have a one household that's solely dependent on real estate, you know, mm -hmm. when you've got a slow month, you don't have a secondary source of income coming in. So when things get slow, it gets tough. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, I, I sat and listened to just, you know, situations that happen in deals, right? I mean, not every, it'd be great if every transaction just moved straight forward without any hiccups. But sure. um, no, I definitely sat and listened to a lot of the issues that, you know, now, we kind of reference back to some of the stories and I'm like, Oh, I totally get it now that I actually understand real estate. Yeah. I remember that happening and I just, you know, I was 10, so I didn't know what that meant. Mm -hmm. Um, but that, and I also, you know, um, my parents had a place, uh, just a small condo out on Possum Kingdom Lake. That was kind of the yeah. escape, um, which of course back then, they still had to get a fax machine plugged in out there because they still okay. had to communicate. <laughs> right. Um, but I watched my mom have to, you know, pack up the car and drive home on 4th of July weekend to oh. take care of a listing or go show a buyer that came in town unannounced. And so I really watched them um, both struggle with the flexibility, but my mom also was able to be, you know, the chaperone on a lot of school trips because uh -huh. she had the flexibility as well. Mm. So... Uh, yeah, I really, I saw all angles of it. Um, That's cool. Yeah. It's yeah. interesting. So you going into college, cause I know you went to Texas tech, correct? Mm -hmm. So going into college, you didn't want to work in real estate. So what was the plan? So going into college, I was very sure that I was going to be the next Aaron Andrews Ooh. and was going to go into broadcast journalism. Sure, yeah. Um, so that's what I thought I was going to do. It's what I did my senior year in high school. Uh, we were, my friends and I were the kind of guinea pigs for a broadca broadcast journalism class. Uh -huh. uh, so we were down on the field with our press passes. And right. of course, the only thing we knew to ask was like, how's the defense? <laughs> <laughs> how's the offense? Yeah, and we yeah. Were like, yeah, we know sports. <laughs> um, <laughs> was was uh, Patrick awesome. Mahomes? He, I did not have Pat Mahomes whenever I was in school, but uh, that's the only reason I paid attention to the game the other night was rooting for him. Right. Um, how we couldn't even win the conference while he was there, I don't know. I don't want to get into it. It's <laughs> getting hot thinking about it right now. <laughs> um, but my when I was in school, that's when we had um, Mike Leach yeah, and um, Michael Crabtree and Graham Harrell. So it was a lot of fun. Our crazy scientist coach was amazing and I know there were some issues when he left, but it was, uh -huh. I miss him still. Sure. Were you there the, the year that Tech uh, upset UT? You bet I Oh, was. man, yeah. And you know what? It's so satisfying. <laughs> I love it. I was at that game. I was there, too. I really? Yeah. Oh, wow. It was a lot of fun. We definitely rushed the field like six times before you, we were really allowed to. I mean, yeah. It was, it was a lot of fun. But let me tell you, that gave me a really, really um, – <clears throat> wrong idea of what the tech football program was going to be like going forward because that was it. We peaked right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, no, the rest of the you know, season. That was season, a great game, though. It was I think a that was... great game. I watched that tiptoe uh -huh. every season yeah. to get myself pumped up for college football. <laughs> nice, <laughs> yeah, nice. yeah, yeah that's I awesome. think that's the best game I'll ever go to. I um, think so, probably. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. Yeah. Throwing tortillas. I usually just That was my them. only experience <laughs> in Lubbock was that game. We, my dad and I just like, we were going to college visit, Tarleton. Uh -huh. yeah. We're like, hey, let's let's go to the game. Oh wow! Yeah, we just bailed in the middle of the tour, and that's up, awesome. That was the game. That's, that's so awesome. cool. Yeah, I mean, we camped out, you know, to get t student tickets to get in, and it was yeah, it was totally worth it. The entire town was just chaos 
afterwards. Mm-hmm. It was crazy. Yeah, I bet. So were, while you were in school, were you thinking anything about real estate? Nope. Um, I ended up um, going into, because I thought I was going to do broadcast journalism, I went into the mass communication school. And um, instead of going the route of broadcast journalism, I ended up switching over to advertising. Okay. Um, and so at that point then, I thought I was going to, move out to Manhattan and, you know, work on Madison Avenue doing advertising stuff. Um, I mean, I still watch the Super Bowl also for all the advertisements. Right. And that was like the next day. That was the most fun day in class was because you got to sit and dissect all of the ads. I mean, it was literally work was writing, a you know, extra credit essay on the advertisements. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I really thought that's what I was going to get into. I really enjoyed that. Um, and but I continued to at that point my parents were working with the team in Keller Williams, um, so every summer I was just going back and working with them, mm-hmm. um, just kind of gradually increasing my responsibilities. Um, I started out by just putting signs and calling for feedback and and driving around you know wherever they needed somebody to go run out to, mm-hmm. um, and then just gradually eventually got my license, but still had no intention whatsoever of getting into real estate. It was just kind of making my parents happy, basically. Okay. Um, and then I graduated college and worked part-time with this team as the marketing manager with my advertising degree, but also worked with buyers as an assistant with them. And was this still in Lubbock? Uh, this was in Flower Mound. Okay. Um, although I did work, I did do some work for the Keller Williams office in Lubbock. Okay. Um, for just a little bit, basically helping some of the older agents input listings in the MLS, you know, the stuff the college kid could do. Sure. Um, How does this computer work? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I did a lot of really easy stuff for people who really needed it. Sure. So it was kind of nice. Um, Similar story. So Matt's wife, Lexi, mm-hmm. um, they both worked at a brokerage um, in Corpus Christi. And the uh, broker there asked Lexi, just because she was young, mm-hmm. to like set up the website and like make flyers and do computer things yeah. just because she was in college. Yeah. That was the only qualification yeah, yeah, that she needed. Definitely. Do you know how to turn a computer on? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. I need your help. <laughs> You're hired. <laughs> this website. Yeah. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So you moved back to Flower Mound. So I moved back to Flower Mound. <clears throat> yeah. And I was still applying for jobs, um, but just... You know, I I was fortunate that right after college, I mean, I went, I drove home the day after or the day of graduation, I guess, and Uh basically started work with them the next day. Um, So I had, you know, I had a job opportunity right out of college, but was still looking for something um, on my own and then kind of just really started to like it. I mean, I, I always, I always did like it, even though I wanted to do my own thing. Mm -hmm. Um, But I appreciate that my parents have the amount of passion that they actually do for this business because mm. it just made me grow to understand and love it so much watching them in the business and learning from them. Mm-hmm. Um, so worked for them for several months and basically they had to sit down with me, which I thank them for all the time, which was, we appreciate that you like what we do, but maybe go find a job with like a salary and health insurance and yeah. some of the benefits that, you know, working as an independent contractor you don't have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I went off and, and kind of did my own thing, but I stayed in the real estate realm. I moved to Houston and worked at David Weekly Homes headquarters there. Okay. Um, in like land acquisition related gotcha. work, um, which was interesting and a lot of fun. And I learned the city of Houston very quickly. Uh-huh, yeah. Um, what do you think about Houston? 
I think... <laughs> I ask everybody this who comes on the podcast that, like, went to Houston. So, I didn't love Houston when I lived there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I lived downtown. I loved running on the bayou. I thought uh-huh. that was, like, that was great. I miss that still. Um, even with the humidity? Even with the humidity. I okay. mean, that was... Actually, I loved the humidity for running because then wow. I'd go back up to Dallas and I'd be like, I'm You'd be so invincible. much better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd just run forever. All right. Yeah. Um, so I really liked it. I miss the drivers. Everyone drives so fast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they do drive pretty crazy, though. You get do. cut off all the time. I know, but I'm okay with that because okay. Dallas drivers are not the nicest. So, sure. you know, they kind of drive the same way, but everyone does that going 70 miles per hour in Houston, whereas yeah. everyone here drives about 45 miles per hour on Mopac, yeah. which just makes me crazy. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. For sure. But, yeah, I, uh, I moved to Houston for a couple years after college, too. Um, I'm a runner too, mm-hmm. and so I hated the humidity. <laughs> I was like, I'm, I suck here. Like I'm mm-hmm. the worst. But also, when I came back to Austin and jogged around Town Lake, I was like, man, I'm killing it. I'm a super athlete. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so your your job in Houston. Mm-hmm. So you said you learned the city very well. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Um, I got to drive around basically and help out um, the the boss that I had was the VP of development for the whole company, mm-hmm. and a lot of what he would do is just help. Um, open up in new cities. So I got to help, um, be a part of David Weekly moving into the Chicago market, which was really interesting. Yeah. Um, but he also helped with a lot of their kind of infill urban development. So we would literally hop in the car and go drive some of the hot areas, which of course it's that much easier in Houston because there's no zoning. So you literally can look right. at anything and be like, those could be, that could be a lot with townhomes. Yeah. Um, that's so, so cool to me. It yeah. was, it was fascinating. It was a really fun way to learn. And, you know, just, we'd sit there and I mean, we were just shooting out letters of intent to people. I mean, it was it was a really neat thing to be a part of. And I'd have friends where I'd be describing parts of town, and they'd have no idea where I'm talking about. I'm like, you've lived here your whole life. How yeah. do you not know this pocket? And I was mm-hmm. like, I've lived here for three weeks. And yeah. I, I know this like the back of my hand at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was an interesting way to learn a new city, because I had literally been to Houston twice before I ever moved there. Right. Um, so... And then how did that lead into uh, you? Did you come to Austin from Houston? So actually, I moved back to Dallas for about a year and a half um, and moved over to working kind of a similar research-related role, but for Pulte Group, so Pulte, Syntex, Del Webb. And um, that job, I covered the whole state in my research. So whenever they were trying to open up new communities or um, just tracking um, how things were going in their current communities, that was my job, was helping them kind of build their case for going in and buying new land um, or helping them make decisions on, you know, how is this current community performing? How is everyone else around competing against them? So mm-hmm. um, that was really interesting. I loved that job mm-hmm. um, a lot. And when I was working up in the Dallas office, I was, like I said, covering the whole state and my husband took a job down here. Um. So um, I took the opportunity to say I can keep doing my same job just from a different desk mm-hmm. and moved down here um, in 2015, I guess it was. Okay. So, um, yeah, came down here and then kept working with Pulte for a bit. And then I left from there, just had to do with kind of um, hitting a ceiling in my ability to grow within the company. Sure. Um, and took a short, it was less than a year, um, research role for JLL doing commercial related research. Got it. Um, and that was interesting, just a totally different world than what I was used to. Um, so I've been around residential my whole life mm-hmm. um, and loved working in the home building aspect because 
I saw the end result with my parents, but, um, you know, it was cool to be a part of the start, you know, the very start part of it. Um, so commercial was interesting, but I honestly, I missed the warm and fuzzies of residential. Um, you know, there's, there's emotion to it and there's heart in it. And, um, that's what I really realized working commercial is like, it's not just the research that I love. It is the residential aspect of, you know, home ownership and helping and, you know, providing service for people. So, um, how did you get that intro, uh, that introduction to JLL? I don't know, indeed.com. <laughs> oh, really? Okay, cool. So you were just looking for another job and yeah. just kind of applied. Yeah, I just kind of, um, I knew it was, you know, I've, I've been doing research for a couple of years and just thought, you know, it'd be a pretty realistic transition. Um, mm-hmm. It's much closer to where we were living, you know, near downtown. So sure. just kind of went for it. And I mean, I loved it. Uh, that was the first opportunity that I had working there to, I had interns. Okay. Um, so it was my first opportunity to actually manage people and, um, have people working for me. And it was, sure. yeah, it was exciting. I loved That's that. Cool. Oh, it really? Like multifamily or what, what kind of research? Um, mostly it was office related. Mm. Um, I was kind of the only research person, um, there. So if somebody in capital markets or multifamily or retail needed some stuff, I would help out, but I'm mm. mostly, lived in the office realm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. Cool. So I tracked all the construction, which was just crazy in this city. Yeah. There is so much under construction. It's fascinating to compare how Austin would compare to cities like San Francisco, which obviously, you know, from a square footage amount, it's much more, but when you're looking at it from a percentage of like how much of the market is under construction, Mm -hmm. it's just, it's crazy. how How are you tracking those things? For the construction? Manually. Mm. Um, I mean, it was... Calling companies, calling the city. Yeah, it was a very, very big spreadsheet that was just regularly updated with, um, you know, the the rates, the occupancy, um, where the status was of, you know, there's buildings that I was, you know, tracking that probably are still two years away from ever actually breaking ground. Oh, wow. Um, But yeah, it was a, it was a quarterly nuisance uh, to update and, and call around to all of the other companies. Cause a lot of times also you're dealing with companies who are like, well, why are we going to give you this information? This is, you know, you're a competitor at the same time. Sure. So it was interesting, but it was very fascinating. It was mm-hmm. a lot of fun to learn all of that. Um, mm-hmm. and learned a lot about our city in a short amount of time. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, and so you were saying that, you know, you missed like the aspect of home ownership mm-hmm. and, um, and home. And so was that when you made the transition over to where you are now? Yeah. So within Keller Williams, they offer <laughs> um, an expansion team model. Okay. And so it's basically gives um, teams the opportunity to have basically a satellite office. So, you know, you can be based in, well, my parents basically is what we did. So mm-hmm. my parents were based up in DFW with Keller Williams and I was going to be the Austin team though okay. I was still a part of their team. Um, and they told me they were thinking about doing an expansion team, you know, somewhere in Texas. And I just kind of raised my hand and was like, you do remember that you've got a daughter with an active real estate license who's been waiting for the opportunity to get back into real estate sales. Yeah. Um, I'd, you know, throw my ring in the hat for this opportunity. Can mm. I interview? Mm-hmm. Um, which, of course, they're nice. They didn't make me interview. They just said, <laughs> I wish they would have. That would have been great. <laughs> that, yeah. My mom totally would have. <laughs> really? Yes. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that was really kind of how – it happened was they told me about that. And I went home and talked to my husband and was like, Hey, is this something that, you know, we can make work because we, um, you know, it's a 
big plunge to, you know, quit your job with a salary and jump into real estate because there's no guarantee when your first paycheck comes in. For sure. Um, so honestly, we knew I was going to be getting into real estate. Um, and one night for my birthday, we went and had steak and a lot of wine and Reed was talking, my husband was talking about how unhappy he was at his job. And then we actually decided that we were both going to quit our jobs. Oh, wow. And uh, so we... After some wine. Yeah. yeah. All good decisions <laughs> made after yeah. that much wine. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, uh, we both decided that, like, it, it was time for a change. Uh-huh. And we are in a position to do so. Um, you know, we don't have any kids and it was just something we could do. So we actually sure. both put our two weeks, although both of us, I think probably put in like four weeks, you know, I think yeah. we gave them plenty of time, um, and did it on the same day, had our same, had the same last day of work. Wow. Um, and we both actually ended up just doing every parent's nightmare, which was going on a 30 day road trip with our puppy. Oh, that's cool. Um, I knew I was getting into real estate. We did not actually know what my husband was going to be doing. Okay. Um, although he, what was he doing before? He was working for, uh, he was doing tech sales. Okay. Um, yeah. For a company called SHI, um, which is really big. Yeah. Um, so he just, he knew he liked sales. He just was ready for a change. Uh And so, yeah. And he didn't want to get into real estate. I ask him that every, every day. single day. Um, <laughs> Reed, when you're listening, you'll make a great realtor one day. Um, yeah. <laughs> I tell him that all the time. He's, yeah. he's the best person. He's a great salesperson. Okay. Um, and, you know, every now and then I'll bring something up, and he's like, well, they're option period. They still have two more days in their option period. I'm like, <laughs> yeah. you are he listening. Knows. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it was a lot of fun, you know, uh-huh. and, and Reed ended up going on a very last-minute interview the day before we went out of town uh-huh. and ended up getting an offer sent to him about Washington. Oh, wow. So we had to go find a FedEx store so he could print and sign his offer and send it in. So nice. our parents were much more enthusiastic about the second half of our road trip than they were the first half. <laughs> sure, but, yeah. Um, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And then once I got back in town, that was just kind of the kickoff to the residential real estate career again. Gotcha. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So you, you so you started the office in Austin. Yes. And then I've seen photos. You have a team. So I ended up moving over instead of just kind of being a lone wolf down here. Sure. Um, I ended up taking an opportunity to go join with a team, okay. um, which is the Schmitz and Smith group over at the Austin right. Portfolio office. Um, so it's us. It's crazy that we've got a group of women that can all get along and actually enjoy each other. Uh-huh. Um, and it's been wonderful. I've been with them for just under a year and okay. it's been great. I've really enjoyed it. That's awesome. Yeah. And so like the transition or, you know, first starting off basically mm-hmm. in residential here, um, how did that go as far as like the connections that you had kind of building your book of business? Oh yeah. I mean, it was tough, right? I mean, uh-huh. I watched my parents do this business, but I didn't, <laughs> sit in the corner. You know, I'd, I'd tag along on showings. I literally, as a child, would sit in the back seat of my mom's car mm-hmm. with a notepad. And whenever we'd see a for sale by owner sign, I'd be writing down phone numbers. Nice. You know, I, I did all of that, but I never watched lead generation. Yeah. You know, so I got into this and was like, I understand real estate. <laughs> right. <laughs> and it was like, oh, I have to get business. Yeah, yeah. That's how this works. Right. So yeah, it was tough. It was definitely a learning curve. And you know, my my sphere's up in Dallas. That's where all my people are. Right. So um it's definitely been interesting, you know, building a business when you don't have a huge sphere and I've not I was never super trained on it. Sure. You know, I was more trained on just the actual real estate transaction aspect of things. Mm. Yeah. 
And how? What were some of the steps that you took at the beginning, and or maybe still taking now to yeah. kind of get new clients, whether that's buyers or sellers? Um, well, I try to do social media marketing, uh-huh. um, which. You know, I just had a buyer close earlier this year um, who she reached out to me straight through Instagram. Oh, cool. Uh, yeah. And we both met each other in person. We we're like, oh, I'm so glad you're normal. This is great. <laughs> um, but, you know, so that's been fun and successful. Um, and I do a lot of open houses. Okay. Um, and that was something that I would have never really expected was going to end up being my favorite source. Um, but that really is one of my favorite ways to... Um, meet buyers and, and meet just meet people. That's what I like yeah. about this business is it's just a business with people. So right. um, that's what I like. Open houses. Are you like doing helping other mm-hmm. agents out with the open houses? Yeah. Okay. I, cool. I work mostly with buyers, so I don't really have my own listings. So sure. I typically will just go out and you know, of course, over time you learn your strategies and everything. So yeah. um, I look back on some of my first open houses and just. What was I doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But, you know, it's a learning process. Sure, and yeah. And it's fun to look back and go, oh, yeah. I, can te- I can teach someone what not to do now. Right, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. What is the breakdown? I've never really understood how the team model works for real estate. How does, like, what's your role? Does everyone have a different role, or what's that look like? So all teams are different, um, <laughs> but, you know, the way our team operates is we've got um, two women who are basically the team leaders. They're the team, the ma- you know, the main people on the team. We've got an admin person. Um, and then everyone else that's on the team is just an agent. Um, so some teams, you know, you're specifically the li- you know on the listings. Some mm. you're just a buyer's agent. Um, the way our team is set up is you can do any of your business, whatever you want to do. If you mm. want to spend your whole life doing leases, go for it. Mm. Okay, um, so it's it's just a kind of a traditional brokerage model. Pretty Not, much, yeah. yeah. I mean, we're we're a team within a small company within a really big company um, because we are with Kel- we are part of Keller Williams. So mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's a there's a hierarchy to ours that's right. a little bit more unique, but um, yeah, that's that's how our team is set up. So we can pretty much we do get lead um, leads from the team, but otherwise it's mostly on us. And so it's it's database, it's it's open house, and it's networking, right? Um, you yeah, know, through the industry. So. Yeah. Um, and so recently, speaking of networking, <laughs> you were uh, recently named the president of AREP, which is, you know, Austin Young Real Estate Professionals. Mm-hmm. And that had to have started somewhere. So, um, I mean, where, when did you, I guess, start networking and see the benefit from that? Um, and just kind of go into detail on that. Yeah. So um, really, truly, it started a long time ago uh, because my mom's really involved in the industry. She has been for a really long time at... The, the local level, the state level, and the national level. Mm-hmm. So that's another reason why growing up, I went to a bunch of conferences. I mean, our, our annual family vacation was typically wherever the National Association of Realtors annual expo was mm. um, because they're always in great cities. I went to Disney World and Disneyland several times growing up because yeah. of Anaheim and Orlando. Nice. Um, but I also spent all of those expos being asked, are you going to do what your parents did? Mm. And I'd say, no, not a chance, no way. <laughs> yeah. You'll never catch me here again. <laughs> here we are. Yeah. Um, but I watched how she was able to, you know, have somebody, you could just, you throw out a city and she knows at least one person there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I watched how that affected her business, um, both positively and negatively, because it takes time away when you are, you know, working in, in, in this industry doing volunteer work. But, um, yeah, so I watched her do that. And mm-hmm. so whenever I got involved, um, or when I got in the industry, 
that just was kind of once I got my footing, one of the first things that I did was go find the A-Rep happy hour. Okay. Um, and just to check it out, because that's all I knew was my mom was involved. So yeah. I thought I'd check it out and at least try it out myself. Uh-huh. So um, I just started going to some of the events and then reached out and said, how can I get involved? I'd love to see, you know, what can I do for next year? Um, and the president at the time basically said, Come on in, your photography chair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay, cool. My husband has a camera. That's great. Right. <laughs> um, so that's pretty much it. I mean, it was really easy. And then I just, um, I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. I enjoyed being involved. I enjoyed the networking aspect and getting to meet, um, you know, meeting with other realtors. I've met so many of my, you know, affiliates and vendors that are my go-to people through this group. Uh-huh. Um, and you know, they're just, I feel like I walk away. I, I'm a, I'm an extroverted introvert at heart. So like going home after some of these networking events, I have to basically decompress. I kind of dread going out in social settings, but sure. I, you know, getting around the people that come out to our events, they energize me. I mean, it's exciting. Yeah. It's motivating talking with people and seeing what everyone else is doing. Um, and that, that to me is always makes it worth it going out and, and getting involved with that kind of stuff. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, similarly. So Matt and I, literally almost every single A-Rep happy hour, we're like, man, I don't know if we want to go tonight. And then we end up going. We're like, man, I'm, we're so glad we went. That was so much fun. Like, yeah. same thing. We could, we could talk each other out of it if we wanted oh, to. Oh, yeah, <laughs> easily. We could easily be like, no. But then if we go, yeah. then it's like we, like you said, we could feel energized afterwards, yeah. which is really awesome. Yeah, it's really cool. Mm-hmm. So we have been a sponsor you know, tree homes of property management. And um, so for us, it seems like that networking for as an affiliate is, you know, I guess very beneficial, I would mm-hmm. say. Um, but from a, an agent's perspective, a realtor's perspective, um, how has like networking in these settings been beneficial for you? So for one thing, it's given me an opportunity to just get to know other agents in the market, mm-hmm. um, which, you know, there nothing can make a a, a transaction easier than when you're able to tell your client, Hey, I know this agent, I can pick up the phone and call him and you know, this will be good. Mm-hmm. And, um, so I like that. It's good to have people that, you know, I mean, even if it's just the fact that they may focus on an area that you don't focus on or focus on a particular, um, housing type that isn't your jam that, you know, you could, if you needed to refer somebody even within your own market. Right. Um, because I just, it's my opinion that, you know, a lot of people will take any business that you can possibly get for the sake of having the business. I don't think you're doing right by your client to pretend that you can handle every single thing sometimes. So, um, I like that aspect of it. Um, and I mean, I've also had a chance to meet, you know, meet lenders who have been able to refer clients. So I've got a client right now that I'm working with. That's just through a lender that I met through AREP. Oh, wow. Um, so, you know, there's business to be gotten through it. Um, and just, you know, you have your peers that you're able to talk to and bounce ideas off of and learn from. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Very cool. Very cool. Um, well, uh, I guess, uh, what's going on with AREP today? Um, any new things on the horizon? Um, you know, I, I would say we've got new things on the horizon that have been in the making. Uh Um, so I've only been involved with the organization for so long, but definitely from what I can tell was that we were always trying to get away from just being the group that gets together for happy hours. Sure. Um, so we've had previous leadership, um, like Andrew and Jonathan Richards. Uh Um, and you know, that was one of Mallory Mundy's main focuses was, um, 
providing a lot more value to uh-huh. the people that show up. So yes, getting together for happy hours is great. It's good for networking, but you know, we've introduced the wake up YPN educational events. Um, this right. year we are going to be nailing down our charity partner and are looking forward to actually offering volunteer opportunities so that people can actually, um, you know, we can provide an opportunity for people to get out and, and, you know, make an impact in the community. Gotcha. So, um, those are some things I think that are really exciting. And then we're really trying to plug in more to, um, you know, we're, we're the young professionals network here locally, mm-hmm. but you know, this exists on a state level and a national level. So this, you know, this group exists in every major marketplace around the country. Mm-hmm. So we're kind of trying to really plug into that national level too, to provide some more value. Um, because there are some, really, really amazing people who are involved in this organization mm-hmm. um, all over the place. And, you know, we had the opportunity to bring a few of them in last year, uh, Tommy Choi, Piper Knoll, and Matt Clements. And, um, you know, they're they're game changers in their markets, and they utilized the YPN group to do that. Mm-hmm. And now they kind of go around and, and share their knowledge. And, and again, they're the kind of people that you get around and, you know, just walk away from, like, buzzing with excitement like how do yeah. i how do i go home and just work <laughs> off of this right, right. um yeah. so yeah hopefully we you know i think we've got some cool things coming up and i think our our organization is really going to be um changing and evolving more so yeah. i'm really excited to see where this year goes and and where sarah takes it next year um because sarah biggerstaff is my vice chair and she's just amazing yeah. um so it's great i i am so grateful for the amazing people that i've had a chance to meet through this group um they're very very motivating very inspiring that's awesome very yeah. cool very cool um <clears throat> well uh, for the, I guess for those events, uh, people can find out about those through the Facebook page, right? Yes, okay, they cool. sure can. Yeah, um, <laughs> if you want to check anything out, um, we've always got all of our information on the Facebook page. Okay, uh, I think it's Facebook.com/slash/arep or Austin Young Real Estate Professionals. I should know this, and I don't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can search it in the search bar. And yeah, it definitely just shows use the up. search bar, um, and I'll put it. I'll put a link in the podcast notes. Below, yeah, because someone so. at this table runs our Facebook, don't they? Yeah, it's weird. I don't know who that, who that would be. <laughs> Um, so yeah. And you know, you've got our Instagram up and running too. So, um, we're trying to stay out there and provide as much value, not just for realtors, but for everybody that comes out to our events. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah. And we're always looking for ideas and and people who want to get involved. So Uh for sure. That's awesome. Um, so I guess going back to, I guess a little bit into your background. Mm -hmm. Um, so you've had jobs where it was structured, you kind of had tasks to do and you had a boss Mm -hmm. uh, and now you're kind of working in an industry where you're you're your own boss, you're kind of independent and make your own schedule. Mm-hmm. Which one do you like more? And it could be both, you know, it could be benefits to both. It's totally both. Okay. So a lot of people definitely get into real estate because they hate the structure and they just are freewheeling. I love structure. Uh-huh. I love it. I live by checklists and yep. like systems, all this. I get made fun of so much by my group because I am like as soon as a checklist gets put in front of us, they're like, keep Emily away from there. She's going to take it. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, so I, that's been a struggle for me Sure. Um, yeah. to get into it. And, um, and to, I mean, that was, 
that was probably that and lead generation. I mean, that those are two of the biggest things that everybody who gets into the industry has to learn. Some people, it's their nature, but it, I'm fighting it all the time yeah, to, yeah, yeah. you know, kind of find a happy medium between keeping the structure I love mm-hmm. and being flexible because you have to be flexible in this industry. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Matt, whenever he first got into the industry, well, he was working, I mean, Typical high school job. Actually, he was working at Wingstop. Yeah. <laughs> he's still he's still the wingmaster. <laughs> uh, but he said on this podcast before how he just like he didn't like looking at the clock. Yeah. And so mm. that's like one of the main reasons why you got into real estate. Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah, just the freedom that the business can bring. And yeah, it's eat, eat what you kill. Right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Um. So looking at your career long term. Mm-hmm. What is like, what's the goal for you? What's your career goal? That's a great question. Um, and you know, ask me tomorrow. Uh, you know, I, I just in the short time that I've been back into it, I've come across different facets that I've really enjoyed. And um, one of those facets that I've realized I enjoyed came from actually working when I was at JLL and realized that I really liked managing people um, because it was teaching. I, you know, grew up playing teacher all day long. So yeah. I love the teaching aspect. That's why I love working with first time home buyers. Um, I love to educate and provide service that way. Um, so, you know, I don't know. I'd love to see kind of how I can play into some of the things that I love while still selling real estate. Um, and I don't know what that looks like kind of each day I'll, I'll see somebody doing something and I'll like, maybe that's what I want to do within this career. But sure. I think that's, what's really cool about this industry is that there's, so many ways that you can stay in it, but still find, you know, whatever your little thing is. Uh-huh. Um, and it could be being a, you know, mega producing agent, or it could be getting into coaching or being a team leader in an office. I mean, it's, it's amazing just to watch the people I've met in the past few years and how many careers have shifted just within, you know, their roles and, and within the industry. Yeah, for that's sure. That's kind of cool. That's a yeah. good point. Yeah. Yeah. And that's one of the like great things about real estate mm-hmm. is that like, it's so flexible that you could honestly, you could get another full-time job and, you know, sell real estate on the weekends or yeah. the evenings and stuff like that and still have, you know, the best of both worlds. Yeah. Um, well, Matt, you usually like to, to close out with uh, yeah, so a question. We, we always try to get a little bit of advice for entrepreneurs. Okay. That's kind of what we're geared towards. So yeah, for anyone that's kind of getting started or just thinking about real estate, just general advice that you would want to give out? Um, I would say get out of your comfort zone mm-hmm. um, because that's that's the number one thing that holds most people back is themselves. Yeah. So um, just take the plunge and go for it because it. at the very least, that's all you can say is you tried. Yeah, for sure. I love it. That's great. Quit your job, go on a 30-day road trip, and then we'll see, we'll <laughs> yeah, see where you are. If you're going to do that, I'll give you the route. It's great. <laughs> that's awesome. Um, well, um, how can our listeners find out more about you, we already told them about Arab, but how can they find out more about you? Um, I don't know. Find me on Facebook or Instagram. I'm always posting pictures of my dog or my runs or the ice cream that I ate on the way over here. Nice. So, uh, yeah. yeah, that's probably the best place to to keep track of me. Okay, cool. cool. Yeah, yeah Thank I'll you for put, coming on. Yeah, yeah I'll put your thanks information for having in me. This was so much fun. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, all right, to our listeners, signing off.